Couch Guys Sports Podcast, episode number 144. You sure about that? I am. You sure? I am. Okay. Thought it was 145. You checked? 144. So, a little different this week. We've been teasing it a little bit. A little bit. On the Twitter It came together quickly, to be fair. Huh? You texted me like Thursday night. I think I texted... I might have texted you yesterday. Was it Friday? Uh, yeah. You are that last I minute. think it was Friday. No, maybe it was. No, it was definitely Thursday. So we're doing this actually in a studio. This is the first time, I guess, a studio. We're in an office. We're in, we're in a focus, studio. Focus Forward Media. Hey, you got it right. Pawtucket. Dude, of course I got how, this hey, right. Hey, question. How do you spell forward? For, okay, the, the W and the R. <laughs> <laughs> the, w, the W and the R. <laughs> could, be, could be either or. Uh, but we're doing this Focus Forward Media studio, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, right? That's where you are. We're yep. in Pawtucket. Pawtucket, it's, Rhode it's, Island. It's early. So our buddies, Mike and Mike, they got their own. Mike and Mike like ESPN. Yeah. Mike and Mike. Not like ESPN. RIP. Um, great show. Got their own setup in their office here, which is great. I mean, this, is what, this is what me and Jared would like it even comes with a creepy soundproof closet like a foot by a foot in the back room yeah which sound okay soundproof closets great going in there <laughs> wild atmosphere difference yeah just it sucks the air out of the room. i didn't real. yeah that's what that's what it feels like yeah it feels like they stuck me and nick in there and just closed the door and i was like what is gonna you happen could, right? <laughs> you could you could you could fool around in there yeah you could you get no noises coming there. out of that room you could strain away you could you could kill somebody in there <laughs> <laughs> You could. If you find a dead body outside, you know where and it happens. Well, no, because they work here. But you could kill somebody, so they'll know. But, I mean, if one of these, if they wanted to kill somebody, <laughs> they, they could do it in there. Nobody's going to hear it. Leave them in there. And, I mean, like, that's, that's a, you get away with things like that. It'd take a few days. Yeah. Yeah, until things start to smell. And then you got to come it's up with something after that. It's not smell It's only soundproof. Yeah, but for a couple of days, you're good. And it might be smell-proof. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know anything about that. When, I, when you walk inside that room... <laughs> and obviously people listening to it, but I mean, we got, we, we're going to have some nice video here too. When you walk inside that room, you could, it's, it's like kind of scary. We'll tweet out a video. And room. if you shut off the lights in there, I, I piss myself. I'd be terrified. <laughs> That's because you can be a bitch sometimes. It's fine. That's because I'm scared of ghosts and we're in. You live with a ghost. We've talked is, about this. Oh, I'm not scared of her. We've talked about this. We're, I think her name's Alan. We think her name's Alan. We've actually done some Is that what you've decided on? That's what well, we did research on her. Okay. There was somebody who is, who is passed away in that house named Ellen. So we just assume it's Ellen. And we've been calling her Rachel for like three years. So if, if Ellen's a little pissed off, Ellen might listen to the podcast. Ellen, if you're listening, if Ellen's a little pissed sorry. If, if, if Ellen's a little pissed off, <laughs> we've been calling her the wrong name for three years. Um, but yeah, I mean, focus, I'm, I'm going to call it Focus Forward Media Studios. It's fine. That's what we're going to go legit. with. legit. And video, I mean... Our sick ass logo. Oh, listen, I love our TV. logo even more now that it's up on the TV. It looks good. Yeah. And, on, and I don't. Okay, I don't know why, but and our media guy. I mean, our, not our media guy. Our our logo guy. He's great. He's he's good. Yeah. I don't know where he's necessarily from. No idea. That's <laughs> what the internet's for. No clue. I got him, I got him off of Fiverr. Shout all I Fiverr. know is good all, stuff. all I know is he's very active when we're sleeping because I'll wake up and have a bunch of messages from him. Oh, he's hundred percent like in Asia. Yeah, he's in. Yeah. in China, Tokyo, might be, Philippines. Might be Indonesia. Indonesia. It might actually be Indonesia. Australia. There's a bunch but of places you can just keep that side of the world. This is great. But then sometimes I get like files, like the actual like couch guy main account logo. Oh, it took some time. And, but it also got like, 
the, the, I love that logo. Like well, that yeah. logo is exactly what so I that's wanted. What we use for this? this we, is too. we base it off. Of that. That's what we use this for. Yeah, the the Couch Guy Sports podcast logo is also great. But that logo, the main account logo, is exactly what I imagined at the start. Well, I and think the, I honestly it, think when we first saw that logo, you might have judged yourself a little bit. Like well, you got super excited. You want you came out of nowhere and wanted to like change the logo. I was wrecked. Like wretched about changing. The logo. <laughs> You're like, we gotta change it, guys. This isn't working. I, we don't know what to do. I hate it. I'm like, what's wrong with it? It's fine. I was erect i was very this is it's exactly what i wanted the couch and the guy and this guy and again maybe it's just the language barrier potentially but when i was trying to explain to him the podcast logo and like what i wanted i was like couch and then he sent me something that just wasn't a couch and i was like an abstract couch like i don't need like i don't need like the cushions and he everything. sent you full details there were like little buttons yes, yes. and like everything like in the back of the couch i'm like what am i in the 70s like i feel like i'm at my grandma's house yeah right i don't now. know if he knew what the word abstract was but when i was like i want uh, like an abstract couch would be great and he was in he fiver's cheap because the five yeah whatever um i think i think i paid total maybe oh for this guy no for this guy i think i spent like 50 but still 50 bucks for that's pretty good i told him like abstract couch and he was like okay great says me like a full detailed couch and i was like no (laughs) simple simple is good yeah just an abstract couch so that's what we got so again focus forward media studios this is great doing a legitimate show this is what we want to do this is what we prefer to do going forward i haven't done a live show with you in like years i know dude it's been since espn oh espn new hampshire man and we we didn't start this podcast till after that was over the end of espn new hampshire which is now an oldie station yeah (laughs) i also haven't seen you in person since my wedding I know, which was because someone bitches out when I ask him to come hang 2000, out. 2018? Yeah, that, good job. You remember when I got married? 2018? Yes, sir. Yeah, and I blew my hamstring in a softball game yeah. before that. Yeah. And I couldn't walk at your wedding. Well, you were dancing. Well, actually, we watched the Red Sox game at my wedding. I was, yeah, I was watching the Red Sox game <laughs> at the table. Real. I was with you, so. Um, but, I mean, like, again, this is exactly what we want to do. So, and fuck Skype. So, again, the main reason why we're doing this is because Skype right now is a shit show get your shit together skype skype right now between like i log in onto i i do i do two shows a week i do the clns one the patriots roundtable mm-hmm. which worked great on monday everything went perfect the sound actually was perfect it was great we've got to edit it all up everything and then i go to do the couch guy one with al and i feel bad for al because i was like kind of al was like can we start at 8 15 and i was like no, we <laughs> earlier, please. Like, like 805, we'll give you 805. So 10 minute difference. And he shows up and we're sitting there for 45 minutes. I'm texting him. I'm like, Al, I, I don't know what to do. I can't figure this out. There's a legitimate problem. I'm, I, my laptop's not picking up shit. So poor Al sat there for 45 minutes. But this is good because this is going to carry us through so much to talk about today. That this is going to carry us. You sent me the list and I'm like, you missed half of the stuff that's going well, on. Because, because and it's a good thing. It's a good thing that we didn't, I didn't even, I don't even know what time we started this. It's a good thing that we didn't do the show on Tuesday because at the time on Tuesday, the Mookie Betts deal hadn't even been announced. Yeah. Never mind taken back a few times and, and know, now, yeah. And now we don't even, and now we don't even know. Mookie so, Betts still might be a member of the Red Sox in a few weeks. It's fine. So we're recording this Saturday morning right now. It's 10, 10. So by the time we post this, it could be official. By the time we post this, it could be completely nixed. I had a report yesterday, which, yeah, about two sources. Those quags, tingly sources over There's there. Two, I had two sources this time. I'll read it. But it went – I believe – I trust these two sources. And especially the reason that I believe this is because I had two separate people tell me the same exact thing, which is the sources part of it. I'm new to this game. 
Two separate people tell me the same exact thing who I know don't know each other at all. So they're getting this information from different people. So the actual report basically sources say this is what it was. Unless something drastically changes late, it's more likely than not that this Mookie Betts deal will fall apart, according to two sources. Can I also say that I hate your wording? Because more likely than not, just brought me back to the flake gate all over again, <laughs> I and I really wanted to punch you through the screen. I know, but the thing is, like, I'm not because it's not. I mean, the deal's not dead. Like, there's a very, there's still. I think there's still. A, a, I think it happens. It's going to happen. I think there's a chance they they figure it out. But as of right now, from what it sounds like, especially from these two people, there's a good chance that this thing falls apart, or at least what the deal currently, how it's currently. If anything falls apart, it's going to be the twins' side of it. Like the it, twins might just bail and be like. Screw this. I'm out. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to talk about the Mookie Betts thing. We're, that's going to probably be most of the show because the, the amount of news that has come out about that. And we're baseball guys. Yeah, in the weekly dump, which we're going to get to in a sec. The weekly dump, we've got Antonio Brown apologizing. Yeah. Now, on to Pittsburgh, which only Pittsburgh, but Antonio Brown. I don't feel bad for the guy because, I mean, all the shit that he's been pulling. Yeah. But... I do kind of because there's mental problems going on. And, and if they could somehow, if you could examine, I know you can't examine a brain for CTE while they're still alive, but if you could examine Tony O'Brien, that'd be brain, wild. There is CTE in there. Has oh, to be. Devonta's perfect hit that knocked him out a couple years ago. CTE. Yeah, CTE. CTE. And Antonio Brown, this is also, he's an asshole for. <laughs> Not <laughs> for for being such a dickhead to Juju Smith Schuster because Juju, see o- overall seems like a great guy. Great dude. Juju took a shot at Vontae's perfect. It might have been the next time they played, and it was in response to yeah. perfect hitting Antonio Brown like that. Hold on, AB. hold my beer, AB. I got you. Yeah, Juju stands up for him. Yeah. wrecks a guy who who's known for cheap shots, and then Antonio Brown blocks him on social media at the end of everything. Just doesn't talk to him. Like you owe that guy a lot. All right, so we're going to get into the weekly dump. Guys, the weekly dump is sponsored by our guys over at Seated. Seated is a fast-growing mobile app that allows restaurant goers to earn rewards and gift cards simply for making reservations through that goddamn app. Seated is currently available in the following cities, New York, Boston, Chicago, Philly, and Atlanta, and is soon coming to San Francisco, L.A., Washington, D.C., Houston, Miami, Austin, Denver, and we're recording right now again, Pawtucket, Rhode Island, next door. Providence, Rhode Island comes soon to Providence and Seattle, Washington, which means more and more opportunities for earning referrals. Guys, if you're in the Providence area, there is phenomenal restaurants. Amazing. Phenomenal Italian restaurants around here. Same thing with Boston. I know that. I live in New Hampshire. Yeah. So, like, come on. Great restaurants around here. Once Seated gets down here, it's going to be like, yeah, it's, you're a moron if you don't have the Seated app and you live down in this area. Click the link in the description below on iTunes, Spotify, and YouTube and sign up and book your table in some of the hottest restaurants in Boston, helping not only us, but you by getting rewarded just for reserving a table. Again, that is seated. Download it in the link below. Okay, weekly dump. I forgot I actually wrote out the weekly dump. According to reports, Patriots are willing to offer Tom Brady in excess of $30 million to bring him back as their quarterback in 2020, which is going to be a main part of the show. Look, I don't want Jared Stidham. <laughs> Not yet. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. <laughs> I do. I, we'll, maybe we'll talk about we'll it. Talk about I, it. I don't want Jared Stidham at all to be the next Patriots quarterback, at least right now. Like oh. His first pass of his career last year. I want year. Thomas Edward Brady. Yeah, or, I mean, I was a big fan of Will Greer. Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. There's options. We'll is, talk about it. Yeah, there are plenty of options. 
maybe not good options. Penn National Gaming bought Barstool Sports for a value of $450 million, which, I mean, as Dave Porton I said on Barstool Radio that day, guy's going to have unlimited money. Yeah. <laughs> he's, he's fine. Which has been... Okay, so this isn't part of the main part of the show, but I wanted to talk about this a little bit. So Penn National will first buy a 36% stake in Barstool for $163 million bucks in cash in stock. Three years later, the casino company will pay another $62 million to bring its stake to 50% with the ability to buy controlling ownership for an amount to be determined at that time. So being guys from the area and Boston sports and all that and yeah. Like I went to Framingham State, which is very close to Boston. Barstool, at least for me, has just been like a like it's I don't want to say a big part of my life, but like I check Barstool every day for I'd say I started following Barstool like 2000, maybe 10, 11 when I was in high school, maybe a junior in high school, and I mean like when I'm like a junior in high school, I'm 17 years old, I'm like yeah, the smoke show of the day, <laughs> yeah, guess that ass, look at that baby, yeah. I was. That's what they were. That's yeah. all they were. Yeah. I was 17, 18 years old. I was. I was Hormones were flying loved. everywhere. <laughs> yeah. I was like, let's go. It was awesome. And then as I got older, you saw like things with Barstool starting to evolve a little bit. But like the charm of Barstool was like the dentist office they were in in Milton. It was. A, it was <laughs> a, forget about that. It office. was a shit show. Like, like the little barstool like clock Dave, on the wall. Yeah, Dave yeah. Portnoy is like he's he's a well put together guy now. He's over wearing he's like suits. chubby, hanging he's, out of his tanks. A, yeah. He's a handsome guy now. Yeah. Back then he was he was just like this this fat disheveled guy, which he was hysterical. He was just a fat this he fat disheveled guy from Boston. Yeah, yeah, and it was it was hysterical. He had that long hair, loved Cheez Its. Like the whole thing was great. Everything was disheveled. And the group they had together, like, they built the perfect group between KFC, Big Cat. And at that time, you didn't know Big Cat was going to be as big of a star as he is now. He was just some dude. Yeah, and he was good. He was great. But I did not – nobody – I don't think anybody knew Big Cat was going to turn into, like, this just monster that he is now. No one expected Barcelona to turn into what it is either. Yeah, and then – and then and then obviously Feidelberg. I mean, you had the whole Hank situation with him being the troll online, taping him to a wall. <laughs> yeah, the interns, throw, I think they threw out a fax machine in the dumpster. Yep. It was just, oh, and then Trent. Trent, by the way, oh, I love Trent, especially now because I'm big into The Bachelor. Yeah, you are. <laughs> Fucking love The Bachelor. And Trent's the luggage guy next week. Yeah, I saw the video. <laughs> yeah, so Trent's, Trent's going to be on TV. And then, and then Nate, I mean, the whole, the whole crew, and then Smitty. The entire crew was great, and it was just like the, the small group of guys who like knew what to do with bringing people in to get their attention. Yeah, and just seeing like this this monster that that dentist's office turned into, you knew that it was going to be big. But there, and I think even I mean, in one of the original, I think I think I saw this week in one of the original newspapers, Dave Portnoy wrote about what Barstool was, and I, he basically wrote that I think, and if I, I might be wrong, but I think he wrote like. We don't want. We don't expect this. We're not aiming for this thing to be a monster, but now it's a monster. He didn't want it to be. No, like, he just wanted to be some. He wanted to make some money off of it and be done with it. Yeah, and there's yeah. going to be casinos. Like they're going to be legit barstool casinos. You can walk into a barstool labeled casino and just gamble. There are going to be restaurants in there. Like Penn National Gaming is going to turn these guys into a monster, and if not casinos, like I'm sure there's going to be like the, the barstool sports book's going to come out. Oh, it's already it's already listed as an, like, on Twitter. Like yeah. it's coming soon. Like and there's going to be an app. And I've got and and I kind of saw that coming because they've got the Barstool Bets app. 
already. Yeah, so that would now they're going to become that. a full force. I, yeah, I've got that. But once they turn into the sports book, like in once Massachusetts I'll gets say, off their ass, New Hampshire, baby! Oh my God, Massachusetts, what are we doing? It's insane. Like Massachusetts, your gambling is in the legislature. Just pass it. <laughs> what is the problem? This yeah. is like this is like the weed thing all over again. It makes no sense. And I get like you have a uh, huge ass casino sitting in Boston, well, Everett, waiting yes. to put a sports book in it. There's yeah. space in there for one. There's space in there for one. I'm pretty sure MGM in Springfield already has a sports book built. Yeah, you just can't flip it on. You can't. The light switch isn't used yet. You can't hasn't turn. You yet. can't go and gamble in Massachusetts yet because it's not legal at a state level, which is insane. What's what's happening in Rhode Island right now? Are Gamble. people dying over this? Yep. People dying because people are gambling <laughs> on sports? No, you can't even. One of the one of the owners of this studio was just was just complaining that you can't bet on like Rhode Island colleges in in Rhode Island. Which fine, whatever. Like I'll just I'll do whatever you need. Just get it in. I'll do whatever. Like if I, if you I hear can't, that Massachusetts, if, he's down. If he's I game. can't if I can't get think of something fun. What's uh what's uh uh, uh the Friar Festival. <laughs> the guy, the guy who everybody's tweeting out his face because he had to, he, he had to suck a dick. <laughs> I forget. He was, he was willing to risk it all. Yeah. I mean, I'm sounds not, like that's about where you're at. Uh, it's. I mean, we'll talk. We'll talk about. Well, we we can have a conversation. <laughs> we'll work out the logistics. Yeah, we can talk about the logistics. But if I can't gamble on BC hockey, fine. Like I don't care. You. That's a, that's BC hockey, BU hockey, like um, incredible. Teams, I'm a, I'm a incredible guy. departments. Okay, UMass hockey too. Jonathan Quick came yeah. from UMass. Yeah. You, if I can't gamble on those, fine. Whatever, I don't care. Like, they're college kids. I, I don't give a shit. I want to gamble on the Red Sox. I want to be at a Red Sox game, and I want to gamble on the Red Sox from an app on my phone. Like, yep. that's what I want to do. I can sit on my couch right now. I gamble on the Super Bowl. It was great. And you'll bring in, like, you can stop taxing us up the ass. You can bring in more revenue from this. Oh, no, they won't stop taxing us up. I know they won't. Come on now, it's Massachusetts. I know they won't, but you can't, but you can if you want to. You're going to get so much money from this. It's so stupid not to pass this through. Anyway, and that's so we had a sore spot with Nicholas. So, because it pisses me, it doesn't make any sense. (laughs) It makes no sense that you can't gamble on sports legally in Massachusetts. None. Well, it doesn't, but they do not allow to. So come to New Hampshire. Come hang out with me. Come sit on the couch. Gamble with me. If I still live, I mean, my hometown, Dighton, if I still live in Dighton, I would drive 20 minutes to the Rhode Island border, drop a bet, and drive home. But I don't. I live in Brain Train now. I'm not going to drive. It took me 37 minutes to get here today. I'm not driving 37 Poor minutes. Baby. I'm not. <laughs> I'm so sorry for you. I'm not driving 37 minutes it to place a bet. took over a half bet. hour to get here. I thought it was going to be worse. Oh. I used to drive. I, I used to drive I'm an so hour sorry. and a half. I used to drive an hour and a half to that that carpet stained new <laughs> ESPN New Hampshire oh, that BS. Studio, man. You love that studio. That studio was disgusting. You love that studio. That's a, a lot of people don't know that radio studios are gross. Usually, even the nice ones, like the sports type studio, is probably nasty. Well, not not anymore. Now it's a brand new one. No, I know, but it will get dirty. Scott Zolak works there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're probably right. And, oh, oh, it's it's gross. But I mean, I just I don't get it. But once they do become the sports book and once Massachusetts gets off their ass I don't know if I don't know how I don't know how like the logistics work but once I mean Barstool bets like again I've been with I've been paying attention to Barstool reading Barstool since I was a junior in high school that, about. Horm- that hormonal 17 year old yeah I was yeah. I was in um but I once Barstool like I'm like I grew up with reading that so once Barstool becomes a sports book I'm gonna use a Barstool sport, sports book like, and that's and that's how they're going to make this money because of the loyalty they've had built. Oh, everyone that is a Barstool person is just going to switch over. Like anyone, like DraftKings should be annoyed. 
DraftKings, yeah, DraftKings and FanDuel should and be And because, like, I use the DraftKings Sportsbook app now because I can do that in New Hampshire. And I'll probably store to Barstool as soon as it goes live. So FanDuel and Barstool, I know, have a good connection. They've got it. They've they've got they've done a lot. They've done a lot together. Yeah. I think down at the New Jersey sports book. So if they maybe, I don't know. Again, I don't know the logistics. Maybe they'll partner up. I have no idea how that's going to work out. Yeah. But I mean, I what they've turned into is insane, and they've made all the right moves this entire way. I mean, with even hiring Eric Nardini, best hire you they could. Made. You could not have picked a better CEO. Yeah. Did you know? I just I learned this watching one of their interviews for the court. The, I love that podcast. And A Rod's become A Rod the biggest heel turn in history. Yeah, love A Rod. I used to hate A Rod. Love A Rod. <laughs> Big Cat does a great job on that podcast too. But she was the only girl that actually interviewed for that CEO job. Yeah, and she, I she, think she was the only female. I think I heard Dave talking about this too on Barcelona Radio, where he was like, "We didn't even." I don't think she was even on the list of people to interview. No, she showed up, and I think she met her. He met her somehow, and and then I think he went up to Churn and was like, I, "This is like, I think she's going to fit great here." Yeah, which is an incredible call because she lets like you don't know if you brought in a different CEO how that would have worked out the guy could have been a shithead or may or I don't know if there was another girl involved whoever it was could have been a shithead but I mean Erica lets them do whatever they want and nothing has changed no and that's and that was nicer offices that was a lot of the concern too when Barstool was going to New York people were like okay well are these guys going to turn into more of a corporate thing and on 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 some levels just like all with all the different people they brought in it's not, they're not the same as the people that they had, Yeah. but what they were is still very much there. Yeah. It's a little different, but what they were is still very much there. Dave and his tank top pudginess from Milton is yeah. still inside him somewhere. And the barstool way still happens. Like <laughs> with Dave, I think it was the Michigan, Ohio game when they were watching the game on TV. I think the TVs went out. Oh yeah. During the middle of He's the like, game. He's like, I'm out. I'm leaving. I'm going home. <laughs> Dave stood up and just dropped a huge F-bomb and... All business, Pete. That poor guy just gets reamed out yeah, all yeah. the time. So like that stuff still happens, which is which is great for the for the original Barstool readers. Like it's because that's what they used to do. Like between everything that happened in Milton office, just seeing these guys turn to a four hundred fifty million dollar company is asinine. It's nuts. <laughs> As especially the Barstool blackouts too. Like I didn't. I I was I was young. Those I think good old phone parties. Yeah, I didn't go to those. But you you would have been at one if it was now. Oh, you would have found your way there. If I was, if I was like a good 22, 21 at that, because that's the thing. When those were going on, I was like 18. If I was 21, 22, when those were happening, I would have easily been there. Yeah. And those things, those things were insane. Wild. (laughs) So Barstool, $450 million value. Again, asinine value, but I mean, they deserve it. Dave Portnoy is now, like you said, unlimited money, which must be nice. Like I filled up my freaking gas tank today. And you cringed a little bit. I saw 32 bucks and I was like, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Damn it. Chris Young basically sold out the Yankees, which is hysterical, by telling Peter Gammons, and this must have been off the record because he backtracked so quick. Peter Gammons said... Kind of my idea, this is what he told Peter Games. Kind of my idea, I showed the Red Sox the whole Apple Watch thing. So Red Sox, Apple Watch. Penal- uh, penalty in 2017. I got it from the Yankees. Nobody was telling them no at that time. I mean, the Yankees weren't blatantly cheating. I don't think the Red Sox really thought it was blatantly cheating either. But the commissioner took care of it and warned them. So Chris Young just sold out the Yankees, which is yep. phenomenal. Which but yet yeah, no one's going to look into him. Nobody's going to look into him. In or this. the Dodgers or so, anybody else listed. So, another, so okay, I'll add this into it too. The other report is that the Red Sox are going to get off a light on their 2018 video replay room. Cheating the, scandal. the league's going to bury it, yeah. Because that's the thing. I don't think the league wants. No. The, Reds, the league does not want the Red Sox to get caught with They're this. the Red Sox. 
So they've probably looked into it, and they probably also realize everybody else is doing the same thing. Yeah. They're like, oh, and crap. The Yankees were cheating. We don't want to bang the Yankees now. Like, what? <laughs> I've been very consistent on this, and you know that. I've been very consistent. The MLB is stupid. Oh, well, yeah. In the sense, you built a replay room with live feed. Steps away. Steps away from the dugout on monitors. Where the manager sits. Steps away from where the manager sits. <laughs> Nine innings every night, <laughs> unmonitored. Yep. I forget who the actual quote was from, but one of the ba- one of the players was like, "The it's like if it's like if a teacher walked up to you, opened up the book for the test answers, and just left it there, and, and just, was, walked and just away. expected you not to look at it." Yeah, I get you shouldn't, but no, it's an even better situation is like when they like back in the day when like the teacher would leave like the answers on the door the board behind you, like they forgot to erase all their class notes. Yeah, and they're like, "All right, guys, no cheating." Blah blah. blah. Everyone's like, "Guys, the answers are turned. Just turn around." Yeah. Okay. It's like, like that's it's, what that is. Like, how stupid are you guys? Like, you you can't at least pay a monitor. And that was another thing. I guess I guess the monitors were easily manipulated. They were probably just a yeah. bunch of idiots. It was like you. Here's a twenty. Go fill your gas tank. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> oh, if, okay. If these, if these millionaires offer me a good chunk, I'm gonna be like, all right, <laughs> fine. Take a look. I'll go to the bathroom. Install and put two guys in. The, we yeah. know what the Red Sox just just completely destroys for when we go to Fenway. Yeah. Between beers. Beer food it's the most expensive and place they raised ticket prices this year you could yeah and you could, don't even be on the team you could pay two guys sixty thousand dollars each which is a good salary but you could pay two legitimate security guards to sit there and monitor those and things. wouldn't you take that job oh yeah yeah, oh, yeah it's more than i get paid now 60k to sit there and do nothing yes sorry you can't come in yeah, oh, nope sorry bads please it's, like, it's, it's more than i get paid now of course i would be in there but I mean, okay. Well, I'm also I'm a different I'm I'm cheap. So if they if they still offer me a good amount of money, maybe maybe I'll do it. Maybe I'll walk away. Maybe, maybe I'd have to go to the bathroom. Uh, Antonio Brown apologizes to the Steelers for the distractions and quote un un in unattended attention. I might have wrote that down wrong because that doesn't sound right. But it's also Antonio Brown. You wrote it, so who's also dumb? So maybe he did say that unattended attention. That sounds right. He brought onto the organization, so he's apologizing out of the Steelers because. Guy was an asshat to the Steelers, but he was all, he was also an asshat to the Oakland Raiders and the Patriots at the same time. Not Tom Brady though. Not Tom. All Brady. the love for Tom Brady. He wants to play for Tom Brady so bad. Play with Tom Brady. Still, and, yeah. No. Look, you're not you. You buried yourself when you made those comments about Robert Kraft. A B and Tom Brady to the Raiders. <laughs> no, that'd be fun. No, no, he's not playing in Vegas. There's no way Brady goes to Vegas. We'll talk about. He's it. gonna be the first topic. Uh, Pete Abel of the Boston Globe reports on Friday that the Red Sox are expected to hire bench coach right now, Ron Renneke, which I think has some potential discussion for what might happen in 2021. Bridge manager. A bridge manager, perhaps. Al Horford admitted that there are some, quote, locker room issues, saying that the media, telling the media, quote, there's some stuff going on in our locker room and we'll keep that internal. Sixers fans proceed to boo Al on Friday night, which, fuck you guys. Okay, look, Al's just telling you the truth. Well, I mean, yeah, Ben Simmons is your teammate. Of course you're having locker room issues. Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid, who I've been saying from the beginning, this doesn't guy work. doesn't work. This guy just wants attention. Yeah, they both do. That's all he wants. That's why when he lays down and gets stretched out before games, like everybody's like, oh, man, this guy is so quirky. He watches Rick and Morty on his phone when he get when he stretches. Oh, it's like, and he's got his phone very tilted up towards the camera so the, ticket, so the cameras can catch it. Yeah. When he's eating cheeseburgers. It's like LeBron when he used to like read before games. Like They just oh, want the attention. It was fake read, and he couldn't. Well, yeah. He couldn't answer anything about the Godfather, but he had the Godfather book in his. Yeah, like, oh, yeah, I've read it a couple times. It's the attention. It was like when Barack Obama said that he was a huge White Sox fan growing up, and the the, the color commentator was like, um, or the play by play guy, whoever it was, was like, 
uh, who's your favorite White Sox player growing up? And he was just like, oh, dude, there were so many good ones. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there was, they were great. Uh, Barack, yeah. you weren't a big fan. You should just say Frank Thomas. Like, that's the name. And that's on his team, too. Like, one of his, one of, somebody on his team should have just fed him somebody. Be like, yeah. say Frank Thomas. Uh, Charles Barkley and Shaq both shit-talked the Sixers this week, saying they were soft. Charles Barkley called them the Cleveland Browns of the NBA. Bravo. <laughs> Bravo, is, Charles Barkley. Which is hysterical. And there was a jo- the whole time they were showing like a Joel Embiid's like highlight. The entire time he's like, oh look, there, soft again. Oh look at that. Like he probably would have said on TV like he's being a little bitch if he felt like he could have. And that's but that's the best thing with Charles Barkley is there's no filter. No. And then the MLB the MLBPA released a statement about this entire Mookie Betts Dodgers Twins Angels fiasco. It's going on right now with this trade, which <laughs> quote figure your shit out. Which is the Red Sox. <laughs> quote. The Red Sox are one hundred percent. A good, they're maybe not 100%, but they're a good majority of the problem happening here. MLBPA said in their statement from Tony Clark, the executive director, the proposed trades between the Dodgers, Red Sox, Twins, and Angels need to be resolved without further delay. The events of this, of this last week have unfairly put several players' lives in a state of limbo. The unethical leaking of medical information as well as the perversion? of the salary arbitration process serve as continued reminders that too often players are treated as commodities by those running the game, which I will say, like it or not, you're a commodity. Players are commodities. So like the, that's, that's every sport. Yeah. It's in Tony every Clark. sport, every single sport, every sport. Like, are you trying to tell me that like, yeah, in, across the world, like the NHL, Premier, you go the there, your league anywhere across the world, the NHL, you go there to watch the players. They're the commodity. Think about overseas. I go to no one really watches the Premier League in the states, but like that people get treated on loan. Like here, you can borrow them for a little bit, and then yeah. we'll take them back. Like that's a commodity. Like they are like like it or not, they're assets. And yeah. when you talk about the Celtics, they constantly talk about their assets. Yeah, they value their assets way too much. Exactly. Yes, for the past three, four years, yep. we've talked about we've had the same conversation, and that's last on the weekly dump. Danny Ainge did nothing at the trade deadline. Shocker. Which we'll talk about again. Shocker. But. They're, they're, they're assets. That's what they are. They're commodities. So to say they're not commodities, like, okay, buddy, let's relax. But the MLBPA does have a Great really, point. really, really, really good players association, unlike the NFL, because the NFL just gets pantsed. Yep. The, the NFLPA gets pantsed by the league every single time. All the time. The MLB was like, okay, all this is guaranteed money. And the MLB was like, all right. <laughs> all right, sure. deal. Whatever. Whatever you, whatever you say, you're going to get paid. There's some insane contracts in baseball. Yeah, and meanwhile, Kirk Cousins gets the first fully guaranteed contract. Which was huge news at the time. It was Kirk because it was Kirk Cousins. Yeah, well, I, I'm. I mean, I'm still a big Kirk Cousins guy. Yeah, somewhat, but he should not have been the first guy to get a fully guaranteed. Timing contract. is everything, my friend. Just like Mariano Rivera shouldn't have been the first person to get unanimously voted into the Hall of Fame. Should have been Ken Griffey well, and Jr. And then Jeter didn't. And then Jeter so. didn't get it. So, and by the way, by the way. What a move by this anonymous son of a bitch. Yeah, he wants to stay anonymous. Like, <laughs> if you're going to have the balls to not vote in Jeter unanimously after someone already did get in unanimously. Yes, it's over. At like, this, at the, Just do it. It's over. <laughs> like, the floodgates are here. If you think Derek Jeter should be in the Hall of Fame, vote for him. Don't just vote for him because you don't think somebody should be unanimously. unanimous. It happened. Derek Jeter is a unanimous vote. And I think Jeter should have been more often than Rivera. Like, like the, the next guy, if, if this is how we're going to treat it, the next guy who's going to be a unanimous vote. I mean, who's it going to be? Is it going to be Mike Trout? Mike Trout? When you retire? <laughs> yeah, Mike Trout. Like that's probably who it's going to be. If you prefer doing it from this, if we're going this way, it's going to be Mike Trout, and it's going to be however many years away. 
Yep. I don't even I forget what his contract is with the Angels. And then but, Mookie Betts will miss by one vote. Yeah, Mookie. Yeah, Mookie Betts. I guess. But if, if we're gonna be doing it that way, Mookie Betts is gonna be a one vote guy. Yeah. A one vote miss guy. Yeah. Because that's I mean in in. So we you just need, trade we away, need the by new the way. wave. And once the new wave of writers come in to vote for the Hall of Fame. I don't know. Some of these young baseball writers, association writers, are just all the same. Oh, my God. They're all the same. I, I mean, all the I'm, same. I mean I'm, a, I'm a young baseball writer. I write, I, I write for CLNS. I, yeah, but you're not in these, these writers. Hardcore you're not in the association. These hardcore analytics guys, whew, they stink. These guys stink. And I don't know how you get in the association because I've seen some guys in their Twitter bio say member of the whatever it is. You can pay for it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not paying to get in there. Like, what? what? Well, it's, everyone has to pay for it. You're usually like, I know, you're, but you're, I don't, you're the person you work for would just pay for it. Yeah, but I don't. I don't like. Does it matter? Like, it might help like get credentials, I guess. But so it does matter. But I mean, hmm. I like. I'm not gonna pay. I don't want to pay for that. I wouldn't want that stamp of ugh on my Twitter. No, and especially like like the new wave is just they're all analytics. Oh my well, god! If I hear about FIP one more time, I'm gonna shoot myself. You know how you know how you can tell if a guy's good at baseball, if his batting average is good, if his on base percentage is good, if it doesn't strike out a lot. Yes, if he if he doesn't strike <laughs> out a lot, if his o, his OPS the OPS is OPS high. is a really good one. Yep. And I'll even get, percentage. I'll, yes, right? I'll even give you war. Yeah. I'll give you war. I'll give you war, but I don't like it. I I war is I'll give you war. It's one of those useless baseball stats. There's so many uses baseball stats, but like I, I like the guys who are like, well, this guy, his his everything else might not be good, but his FIP, his yeah. FIP, look out, good. his FIP guys. But his, don't even get me going about his FIP plus. Yeah, <laughs> his FIP plus is great. Does does Mr. Gatorade in this uh, Minnesota Twins deal? Does he have a good FIP? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Brew Brew Star Gatorade. Does Brew Star Gatorade have a good FIP? Brew Star Gator Balls. I don't. It's, <laughs> whoever this guy is, is, he loves ice cream. I love ice cream, so we got that in common. He gained 20 pounds just out of nowhere. Like you know who else might gain weight, and I don't know if it was just a bad angle, which I don't like. But Rafael Devers, well, I saw a picture. Doing, a lot of ice cream. It's fine. I saw a picture of Devers walking into camp. Did you see a picture of Chavis? Maybe though? not camp. No, no. Maybe it was, no, I think it was winter weekend. He's. But did you see Chavis? Focus on the good news. He bulked up. Oh yeah, he got oh. bigger. I mean, don't. Chavis had that issue a couple years ago. He says that he was clean. But, <laughs> I mean, I mean, I'm after a that bit, picture, <laughs> I'm a little wary. Um, but yeah, I'm just analytics like suck my ass. I'm so sick of analytics. I'm so sick of this FIP BS. I'm so sick of this. Like, I'll take, I'll take war. Win above replacement. I well, think that's yeah. kind of cool. But everything else, you can tell if a guy is good at baseball. If I see a guy with a 230 batting average, but his FIP or whatever it is, FIP might be a pitcher stat. I don't know. What's Jackie Bradley's FIP? I think FIP. <laughs> I think FIP is a pitcher stat. <laughs> but whatever his FIP is, I might as well be for everybody. It's yeah, fine. Yeah, I don't care what his FIP is. It's and it's a pitcher. I'll, I'll give you ERA is a little tough one. Okay, I'm a big fan of WHIP. I yep, think WHIP is a good one. WHIP is a good stat, and just you can you can just look at the basic numbers and be like, okay, does this guy produce? I don't even like wins for pitchers. No, well, wins is wins is obsolete. Wins doesn't matter. Like poor Jacob Degrom. Yeah, like there was a crazy has like stat two wins last a year because he's on the Mets, but has it wins like the Cy Young. There's a crazy stat last year. Like, if the Mets scored two runs during Jacob Degrom starts, I think he would have had like 20 wins, 21 wins. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah, because they—I the, mean, the Mets stink, and the Mets are a full shit show. And that's—I'll add this to the weekly jump too. Stephen Cohen, out, just idiot on the Mets, idiot. No, the Mets are the Mets are just—it's the Mets. That's what they do. And I kind of get his point. Stephen Cohen's like, because I guess the Wilpons were like, we want to control the team for five years, so like we like make the moves and everything. 
And Stephen Cohen was like, no. <laughs> like, I'm buying the team for a reason. Yeah. And, I mean, it sucks for Mets fans. But I guess the Will Ponds are still trying to sell. But it seemed like this guy like this guy was a fan of the Mets. He wanted to He wanted this. to run the Mets, yeah. So to lose that guy who is going to clearly be passionate about it, that sucks for you guys. That was the weekly dump. It's weird not having the, the bang, bang, pew, pew sound. It's weird in person. All right. So, and this is what we need to fucking do. This is what we need. Um, okay, so first conversation, Tom Brady. This, that was probably the longest weekly dump I think we've ever done. It was. <laughs> <laughs> so that was brought to you by Seated. Um, Those guys. Tom Brady, $30 million plus is the report, yeah. which is not Bill Belichick. It's Robert Kraft. <laughs> Robert, Robert Kraft is willing to give Brady $30 million plus. Because I bet if you ask Bill Belichick, he'd prefer not to do that. He'd prefer go get, to go get a guy like Teddy Bridgewater. He'd prefer to go get a guy like... I'll, I will kill myself if Andy Dalton is wearing a Patriots red uniform. Rifle. I, Let's do it. <laughs> somebody called him the Red Rocket yesterday. I was like, get me, get me to the uh, wild card game again. Red Rocket. <laughs> the Red Rocket is a dog erection. Okay, so he's not, not, he's not the Red Rocket. No, no. He's, <laughs> let's, hold about, let's pull back a little bit there, guys. He's the Red Rifle. <laughs> he stinks. I don't want to see Andy Dalton anywhere near it. Like, Joe Burrow is... Ah, poor Joe Burrow. He's, he's going to be ruined. He's, he's going to be ruined. His career is going to be torched. He's going to become Andy Dalton. If the Dolphins are smart, they should get Tua, which well, would yeah. suck for the Patriots. It would totally. I mean, Patriots are screwed anyway. So I, I think Tua is going to be a great add-on. And my whole thing is with this with this Tom Brady deal is, if if Jimmy Garoppolo is still the backup quarterback, he would be. I think the Patriots would be like, you know what, Tom, thanks for everything you've done, but peace out. Like, see you later, pal. We don't you're like you're old. You're well, yeah, old. You're, they, they you're don't 43. Any, they don't have any other options. Yes, but like, that's that's the problem. Their backup, Jared Stidham, his first pass of his career was a pick six against the Jets. Well, against the Jets. <laughs> like we're gonna leave that one alone. Um, like, against the Jets. I mean, if they don't they don't have another option, in the, and we've talked about this before. Actually, you haven't been on for a couple weeks, so maybe we haven't. Yeah, my my home what's, is currently construction mode. So yeah. So what's what's Bill's entire thing always been? Just not to pay the team. Not team first. Like, it's, it's also do what's best for your football team. Do yeah. what is going to win football games. Yeah. They never, he never overpays it. Like, look at Logan Mankins. That's a great example. Yeah. Like, easily could have kept him. But you could you could have, but there were there were options. And yeah. Same thing with, like, like Brian. I mean, Brian Stork kind of had to retire, basically. Yeah, those but, CTE things, you know. But I think they, they cut him, right? No, like, he, he retired. Yeah, but he went to another team. Might have been the Redskins. But then he retired because he couldn't get through camp. Yeah, yeah. but... So he was a for for what he was for a season. <laughs> it was great for a he season. He was he was a great center. And I love my offensive lineman. You know that. And I was all in on Brian Stork. Except for the Broncos game where he was he was basically screaming to the Broncos, We're about to hike the ball every <laughs> single it's time. Coming, guys. Here we go. Every he was like he would lift his head, which a lot of them do, but it was just the most obvious thing when he was gonna hike the ball, because he would just go boom, boom, hike. As soon as he put his head down. Uh, um, uh, why am I blanking? Von Miller. He was already past Nate Solder. Ready? Three, two, one. Okay, go. And he, he knew when the ball, he was telling Denver when he was going to hike the ball in Denver's defense that year. It was one of the best we've ever seen in our lifetime. Was that the year they won the Super Bowl? Yes. Yeah. That and that was the AFC Championship. That was a really good defense. Um, that's when Gustowski, low-key people don't talk about it enough, ruined the Patriots that year because yep. he missed the extra point. You lost by a point. So you lost by you lost by two, but you, you had to go for the, you were going for two points. Yeah, because you it. needed yeah. to go for two points yeah. to tie it. Because Guskowski sucks. But I mean, Bill saw that. Bill obviously saw something in the backup center at the time, David Andrews, who now obviously, from what we saw this year, 
was a massive, massive, massive piece to this offense. He's supposed to come back, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, hopefully. Was, uh, that's what I'm saying. He had blood, the blood clots. Blood clots in his lungs, yeah. which is terrifying. So we couldn't play. How this do you come year. back from that? Oh, I don't know. What's the problem with these big guys? You never know what's going to happen with them. I mean, like, like you basically you need these guys to be fat. Yeah. You're <laughs> asking them to be fat. You're like, you need to put on some weight, man. I think there are guys pasta, who, macaroni and cheese, whatever. Just put some weight on. Yeah, you need them to be fat, but you also need them to be healthy, athletic. Yeah. yeah. But so David Andrews, blood clots in his lungs. Like Bill Belichick saw this guy, and was like, okay. You are going to be our next center. You're good. And then this guy turned into one of the best centers in the NFL. Yep. So Bill's, Bill knows when that stuff is – Bill knows when he's got something that can easily replace X well, had for that. X amount of money. And they had that had, with Jimmy. Yeah. Now they don't. They have nothing. I mean, to be fair, I'm not saying Stidham can't play. We just don't know yet. It's too, yeah, it's we don't too know. early. And it's I'm been not, a season. Like Jimmy, how long was Jimmy under Brady before he actually got a chance? With, Went, three with years? the suspension. It was like three years and then Brady got suspended. Something yeah. like that. So we, he had been in the Maybe. system. He had worked it. I don't even know. But it was more than a year. Maybe like, two. There's no way Stidham's ready to play in the NFL yet. I, I'm not saying he can't do it. But yeah, maybe down the line. Maybe he is your guy. Because, like, I trust Bill to draft quarterbacks. He drafted Brady out of nowhere. He drafted I, – I no one expected Brady to be the greatest of all time. But, like, he found Brady. Yeah, but he my, found Jimmy G. So like, my, my thing with Bill in that, like, he did find Jimmy G. And he did find Tom. But it took him – 198 other guys to say no to pick Tom. So if you if he really saw something he like picked, but he saw in yeah, Tom, he could have picked him earlier. He could have picked but him. But he also well probably knew that he earlier. wasn't going to go early cuz I mean how athletic was Brady coming out of college? Yeah, and then and then he did evaluate it once he got to camp. I mean, there were four quarterbacks on that depth chart. And he chart, kept him. And he kept him. So at that point, yeah, sure. And Jimmy G was a what? A second round pick? Third round pick? Jimmy G was a second. Yeah, so that's a good value. That, you, you you saw him early. Yeah, which I mean, I they should probably draft like Jacob Fromm is in the draft this year. I'm a big I would fan love of Jacob Fromm. I love Jacob Fromm. In I don't England. think I don't. It, from what it sounds like, it doesn't sound like Jacob Fromm's gonna be. He, going they could early. get him later. No, he if he came out last year, he would. He had a really good year last year. Yeah, if he and came out he, last year, he would have been like a top five and he, pick. And yeah, and he wasn't anything special this year. So I think, and he he fits what the Patriots do. So I think if they if if they have an opportunity, the problem is now you don't have anything on this. You don't have any weapons for Tom. And Tom, part of this report was Tom wants weapons. Wants yeah, he wants offensive weapons. So thirty million dollars plus, and you got to guarantee Tom that you're going to get weapons. But there's it's contradicts. Tom's contradicting himself there, and he's going to hit the free agent market. Another report. He wants to get wine and dined. He wants to. He's excited for the free agent experience. But that also might be a leverage play from Tom to Bill. If, oh, it's all leverage. He wants to stay. There's no way he wants. There's to no leave. way he wants to just go. Yeah, he doesn't want to go for play two, for somebody he, else. Think about it, two more years. Yeah. Does he really want to up himself? I would love him to go to Vegas. That'd be great. But like to a whole new system, to a whole new team, to a team that might not even win. When all he really wants to do is win. The, His yeah. best chance to win is here. The only team I see him potentially going to would be the Titans. And I don't even think he will go there. No, because the Titans, Ryan Tannehill, suck my ass. You were not very good. But I also don't think Vrabel wants Brady there because I don't think Vrabel wants the whole, like, well, Vrabel needed Brady again. Like, I think Well, just, I don't think that matters. But I also think he wants to separate himself Vrabel from his Patriots days. Vrabel said he cut off his penis for a Super Bowl. True. That's true. <laughs> so is Brady the equivalent of cutting off shit. his own penis? Is that what Brady is? Bringing in Brady to the Titans? I don't think he's... I mean, I mean he did. Is, he backed up with is the that Titans. Is that dramatic? Like, I mean, dramatic? You are talking about cutting off his dick. <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean dramatic? Guy's willing to cut off his dick. He wants it. And... Tannehill's not... Speaking from a guy who's already a Super Bowl champ, by the way. <laughs> yeah. Tannehill's not a guy who's going to win you a Super Bowl. Derrick Henry is the reason... The Derrick Henry in the defense is the reason that you got as far as you did. They're the reason why you beat the Ravens. 
if Mike Vrabel, I think Mike Vrabel's got the same mindset as Bill. I think if 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 he thinks that Tom is the best way to get you a Super Bowl, he's going to bring Tom. Mm-hmm. I think that's what he'll do. Well, I think but, he, I think the, they're the he's the best option for the Patriots. Yes, like they need the each other. They need each other right now. Like yes, that, they're, they're that's in a the situation the where they need each other. And the wide receiver market, it's not great. No. The thing is, so I know a lot of people are down on Muhammad Sanu. It's Stephon Diggs. He's out there. Is he a free agent? Free agent. Okay. I didn't know that, actually. Yeah. I, knew Sa- I knew Manny Sanders was. We're, Manny, we're, Sanders, Manny I, Sanders is kind of old now, so he would be somebody who would fit the mold of what the Patriots do. Go out and get somebody good value and maybe revitalize their career a little bit. But I think the, and four, he was I think the, 40, I think the 49ers revitalized him a little bit. Oh, yeah. He looked great. He, he, looked, looked, he looked very good. He looked phenomenal. Maybe you bring back the 2015 Broncos on your team. You had Demarius Danny Amendola's coming back, apparently. Dan, Danny Amendola could be back on a cheap contract. I think the Patriots are going to run it back one more time. I don't rule out Gronk at I never, all. I'm not ruling, I never rule out Gronk. I think there's a good – Gronk said on Barstool Radio uh, during Super Bowl week, he's 10 pounds lighter. That's it. Yeah. Then it was playing weight. You can put 10 pounds back on. You put 10 pounds of muscle on in a second. Did you see – it was Greg Olson because he just got released. Mm-hmm. And he was doing like a Super Bowl – uh, interview when they were down there and Gronk was sitting right next to him and he was, they were asking about where he wants to play could he play for the Patriots and he was like well they're, they're trying to get Gronk back but if Gronk doesn't go back then I'd play for him yeah <laughs> well that's again that, that's you bring in some guy who's had success in the league pay him at a cheap rate because Greg Olson's had injuries he's not going to be anything expensive I want Hunter Henry I would love Hunter Henry cheap rate another guy injury who's been prone. hurt yeah what he, what he, it was his ACL or his Achilles that he tore I thought it was ACL ACL yeah I think it was in, in camp two years ago Bring this guy he started in. again this year, too. Yeah. He, he put, he, trust yeah. me, my fantasy team felt it. You can, <laughs> he missed a few weeks. You can bring in this guy for a decent rate, make, give, give Brady weapons, yep. bring in Brady. But the problem is with Brady wanting $30 million is— But see, I saw—wasn't there, there a report that saying it was—like, that came out, and then they backtracked and said, well, it's not necessarily the $30 million, he just wants weapons. The Patriots are willing—yeah, the Patriots are, are willing, willing to, to pay him the $30, 30 million. million. Yeah. But I think if you promise Brady— $20 like, million promise. in weapons? $20 million in weapons? Twenty five. Twenty-five million. That. Yeah, that's enough. And then, that's what I think you could get it done with. Twenty-five. I saw. I saw Alex. Two Bach. years, twenty-five million, and just give him some weapons. Yeah, and he wants commitment too. And that's commitment, Super Bowl number seven. And right we've there. talked about this a million times. Commitment is what he needs. Commitment's what he wants. He just wants to feel love, Nick. It's exactly. He just wants. He just to, wants to feel he wanted. Wants to, be able to be like, come here, baby. Come here. No, he wants a little smooch from Robert Kraft. Yeah, come here, come here baby. Come here. Well, I mean, that's not. That's not really. That's that's not a unique thing because he kisses everybody. But it's his boy Brady. Come on. Yeah, he gives him an extra smooth. He kisses everybody on the mouth. Well, bro, Brady, bro, Brady, <laughs> don't be going there. Don't go there. Brady might be kissing. Brady everybody knows all about mouth. that. Um, but that's but asking. He all he wants is commitment. Yeah. And if you pay him at a decent rate, and you do promise, and you bring in weapons, but at that point you're gonna have to sacrifice the defense a little bit. You're gonna have to go but back. They're to old the, anyway. Like is McCordy coming back? Really? And McCordy might come back at a decent rate. I think you need to bring back Matt Slater. Yeah, but he wants to. He'll come back for nothing because he wants to be here. He wants. To, he already said it. Yeah, don't so. pay Kyle Van Noy. Do we still have Bethel? Uh, he's a free agent. Can we bring him back too on cheap rate? You could because him and Slater together were fun. Yeah, their special teams is awesome this year. Slater, uh, bring back Bethel. Problem guy, you're probably not going to get back, which sucks. Joe Tooney. Yeah, he's gone. Because so, Kyle, so he, is Kyle Van Noy. Yeah, Tooney played out of his ass this year. Yeah, he's going to get paid. Tooney way too was much. an incredible. He's going to get paid way too much. He's going to. Well, he's great. No, Tooney, I know, but the Patriots won't pay him. Yeah, and Tooney's probably going to get— they got to pay Tom and his weapons. Yeah, and that's, <laughs> but that's the problem. Tom wants all these weapons, and then you look at the entire, the rest of the, the, the team, and you're like, okay, well, now we got to—because we paid all these weapons, X amount. But to be fair, the Patriots had, like, one of the best defenses in the league this year, and they didn't get out of the wild card round. Let's give some weapons to Brady. Brady's won Super Bowls with offense. It's an offensive league, and the Kansas City Chiefs defense, not great by any means. 
Like, if you take a step back from where you were this year, the Patriots defense, you'll probably be where the Chiefs were. Yeah. And that's okay. They won a Super Bowl. And you've still got, <laughs> you've still got the best corner in the league. Yeah. I mean, you and you've still got defensive Dante, player of the year. Yeah, you've got yeah, you've got Dante Hightower. You've got those loads up front. It's another another group of fat guys that doesn't get enough credit. The Patriots' defensive line was Great. pretty solid this solid. year. Solid, yeah, big boys. Um, Adam Butler himself, like I was big on Adam Butler this year. Yeah, but you, if you want to get these weapons, if you want to bring in these guys at a decent rate, you got to look at Tom and be like, okay, we can't do thirty plus million, but we can do twenty five two years, and then we can get you guys that you need. Like I think if, if you like look Manny at Br- if they look at Brady and just go, we'll give you twenty five two years, and we'll bring Danny Amendola back. Good. And yeah. I think that spikes the needle for him. And then if Gronk, to be honest, if like, Gronk comes back, like run it back one more time, get yeah. that get that seventh Super Bowl, have more rings. See than if you the Patriots, do you draft a tight end or do you go after a free agent? Gronk aside, because I don't think Gronk's coming back. Last year was the year that you drafted tight end. They missed big time on that. Like Jawan Williams, why? <laughs> why, why did you, why did you bring in Jawan Williams? Did he just get arrested? Uh, Wasn't that I, him for weed? Yeah, but yeah. You got, it, you got it's the NFL, man. Weed's not cool. He got popped with weed. Um, in, I think it was Tennessee. Whole different discussion, but hey. Because, um, like, think about the free agent market now. Hunter Henry's out there. Um, Hooper, right, is out there because he's a free agent from the Falcons. Who's he's going to get paid. Only 23. He's going to get paid a good amount. Do the Falcons pay him? They should. They should. They're not going to. They'll be idiots. They won't. They're dumb. Um, but last year was the year to draft a tight end. You probably should draft a tight end if you see potential in anybody. Moss's kid? Daddy, it's Moss? Uh, Thaddeus Moss. Thaddeus Moss is who I think if, if he's available, they're taking him at your pick. They're taking him. Tw- I think it's twenty three this year. If he's available, take twenty three. Take him. Worst case, you, you take him, you let him develop. Exactly. Randy so was you, so happy. You've got that weapon. He looked great for LSU. Bring him in. Like that's and he's in. Of oh, course, Moss on the Patriots jersey again. Yeah, mm. he's gonna be. He's obviously he's right a rookie. There. It'll mm. be dirt cheap. It'll be oh, nothing. Yeah. So you'll you'll have that weapon for him. But that's what you got to do. Two years, decent money. Give him that commitment, and then. You, you build build an offense around him, and then run it back one more time. Get the seventh ring. Yeah. You're good. You're golden. Tom rides off on the sunset. Whatever age he decides to do it, but you're gonna you're gonna have to pay him for a year that he probably does stink. Yep. It happens. Yeah, it, it happens for everybody. Which is the whole Mookie Betts. They'll discussion. probably win a they'll probably win a seventh Super Bowl if they pay him. So yeah, which is the whole Mookie Betts discussion, which we'll talk about. Um, but I mean, do we have anything else with Tom? No, let's talk about Mookie Betts <laughs> or, and how it links to Ron Radicky and the Angels are pissed. It's just a big story. So, mm. and your tingly sources over there. Mm. Mm. So this Mookie Best discussion. Let me tell oh, you, he's my, sitting up. No, my jeans are just really high right now. Enjoy these. Yeah, the video over here. You have um, a nice view. The Mookie Best discussion is. It's important. It's very emotional. <laughs> there are people on Twitter who are just upset. Yeah. And honestly, would you blame them? A little bit. I mean, I, I don't. So th- throughout this, this the Mookie Betts deal. The problem is, and you knew this was coming. The Mookie Betts deal is get serious for this conversation. We knew it was coming. Yeah, we knew the we knew the deal was absolutely going to happen. Yep. Because how could it not? Well, so it it went back and forth because we started the off season by saying Mookie Betts is going to get traded, and then in the middle of the off season, Heim Bloom was like, "We expect Mookie to be on this team," and you're like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> <laughs> JD Martinez even said, "We can't keep him." Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're like, okay. One of the players said, we're probably not going to keep Mookie. Yeah. You're like, okay, why? Like, what, what What changed? Because you came in, you bring in Heim Bloom to get the payroll down. That's Heim Bloom's thing. Heim Bloom with Tampa Bay, Oof. they built a team that beat you this year for the cost of two of your players. Yeah. 
Their payroll was the cost of two of your guys. What was that Chris Sale and Price, right? Something yeah, like there that. Was a, I think it was a sixty million dollar payroll they finished yeah, off. Yeah, it's with. nuts. And they beat you. They're good. That you bring in High Bloom to you're cut paying, down salary. You're paying David Price half that just to go pitch for another team. And there's a ton of misdirected anger at poor High Bloom, that poor son of a bitch, because you brought him in. The Red Sox brought him in to do exactly like, hey, what he's doing. <laughs> take the highest payroll in baseball and cut it down to below two hundred eight million dollars. That's see, what they asked him to see, do. The reason why this is such an issue is because the idiot, John Henry, came out in public and said, yeah, we're going to get below the tax. Who, so, you don't publicly say that out loud. So you know what? I actually don't have a problem with that. I do because I hate ownership. I so. don't hate. Okay. I, that's another thing. I don't hate Red Sox ownership as much as everybody else. You're ridiculous. I don't get the go, hate. Go hang out with Liverpool. Go run. By the way, Liverpool's filthy. They're I good. know they are. They're, they already won the Premier League and it's like not even over yet. Everybody, But everybody go calls over them there. cheap. They've had the highest payroll in baseball. I don't think they're cheap. So, I just think don't they think they care. They, okay, but the cheap thing pisses me off because I don't understand. Like, oh, the Red Sox are so cheap. Just pay them. Just pay them X amount no, they, of money. They pay the wrong guys. Yeah, they do pay the wrong guys, which which is the problem. But that's why we're in this mess. They pay people, and you brought in Dombrowski, yeah, which paid, was, I think that was oof. the disconnect right there. Was Dombrowski was like, okay, we're gonna throw all this cash at Mookie. We're gonna throw all this cash at, at like George Springer, whoever it was. And the Red Sox were like, no, we got to reset these penalties. Well, okay, this is this is where I get it. Like. They're definitely not cheap. They were the highest payroll in baseball, what, two years ago, last year? Like, they have a massive payroll, but you don't pay Nathan Evaldi. The Nathan Evaldi deal you is don't like, pay, you don't. Him. You do not pay Chris Sale before he needed to. They paid him a year early, but that was a John Lester thing. You pay John Lester back then, and that, that, that's where all this started. It, yeah, you're I right. don't blame High Bloom for any of this. Now, the negotiation that's happening now, I do, because you don't go back and go, oh, we didn't know about his medical history. Dude, that's your job. You know he's. You know the dude's fat. You know he can't. You know he has a bum arm. Like, get over yourself. Just take the dude. You're trading Mookie Betts. Maybe he'll come back next year. Whatever. This is what you made the trade for. Just do it. If my, you're, if you're, my other, pants are all hiked up now. Yeah, I'm getting you jacked up over there. It's fine. High blue. High blue might be fired in a week. Like he's no, handling this no, terribly. You can't, you can't. He was just put in this bad situation. But we got breaking news, pal. Is it, is it official? No. This is an important PSA brought to you by Manscaped.com. Oh, let me get back up here. Ugh. This is your public service announcement. After more than 18 months of research and development, the Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. It's quality. You looked right <laughs> the in the new, camera when you said <laughs> the, new, the new trimmer was just released only moments ago, and we are the first to confirm the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. Manscaping trimmer is now available for purchase. This third-generation Manscaped trimmer features a cutting-edge ceramic <laughs> blade to prevent manscaping accidents. We've all been there. It's brutal. Those little nicks. Millions of balls are about to be nick-free thanks to Manscaped's advanced skin-safe skin technology. Every time I see my name in here, because nick, nick, I always just get, I'm always confused for a second. I was like, why is my name in the middle of this ad read? I've been talking about Manscaped for a while now. Guys, I mean, we've all had our, our little ball hair accidents here. We've all had our own nutsack injuries here. I, when I, I was an idiot when I was younger, and I thought that you had to use scissors. I did not understand the, the idea of using, not like, not like I'm not taking my paper scissors. I'm not talking about, I'm not taking my family's paper scissors, but like, I think I the little trimmer. You go to CVS, buy that. Little shears, I thought that's little, what you needed. Pull them off the fridge and just go, yep, snip, snip and put yeah. them back on the fridge. I was a stupid kid. Never I tell was your like, parents. I was a dumbass at you, 15. You giggle a little bit when they go to open the chicken for dinner and you're like, <laughs> <laughs> and I went to go clip and all of a sudden, did I have a problem? No more. No more. If you use the lawnmower. 2.0. It's an easy transition. We've talked about the lawnmower 2.0 for a while. 
It's an easy transition because it's the same replacement blade with a new and improved skin safe technology. When I tell you this is premium, I mean friggin' premium. The battery will last up to 90 minutes, so you can take a longer shave. I mean, you got, if you're shaving for 90 minutes, let's <laughs> relax for a little bit. <laughs> you got bit. a lot going on down there, friend. <laughs> <laughs> but you can if you want to. That's the best part. You can absolutely shave for 90 minutes if you want to. One of the coolest new features is the LED light, if you want to see, if you're doing it in the dark, which illuminates grooming areas for a closer and more precise <laughs> trimming. <laughs> If all you, go, you, all you teenage in, boys hanging out without wanting your parents to know what's going on, the light is fantastic. You go in the soundproof room in there, you yeah, set off the lights, that room you can for. still do Another it. Another use for that room. You can That's still great. do it. They've also <laughs> upgraded to a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke, trademark technology, and I don't know if I'm supposed to read TM. Um, and let's trademark. not forget about the charging stand. Show your mower off loud and proud. Guys, You, every, you want when your guests come over, you want them to see your mower. <laughs> Because this intelligently designed stand is a rapid charging dock powered by USB. If you are listening to me speak right now, which you obviously are, you are one of the first people to hear about this life-changing product, and I want you to experience it firsthand for yourself. Trim your junk. Trim that junk of yours, baby. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code COUCHGUYS, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y. Again, CouchGuys, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y. If it doesn't work in all caps, do it in lowercase. They have it in all caps here, but sometimes I heard that doesn't work. Manscaped.com. And as always, guys, your balls, they're going to look up at you and they're going to be like, thanks. They're going to say thank you. Your balls are going to say thank you. get a nice salute. Again, 20% off and free shipping with the code CouchGuy, C-O-U-C-H-G-U-Y at Manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at Manscaped.com. And use code CouchGuy. Again, that is CouchGuy. Ball toner. Um, we've talked about clutch. Ball toner, ball deodorant. It's great, all of it. The, the kit comes with friggin' everything. Yeah, little traveling case. So okay, Mookie bats. So the deal. <laughs> again, good thing the, the we couldn't actually do the podcast on Tuesday like usual because the news yep. the news broke. I think it was Tuesday night or Wednesday night. It was like Tuesday night. It was Tuesday night. It would have been it would have been right after we probably recorded directly after, which yeah. would have sucked. It always is, happens to us. Yeah, too. It happens. Always to happens us. every to time. Us. Uh, Mookie Betts traded to the Dodgers in return. The Red Sox get Alex Verdugo, uh, who's got his own issues. Uh, I'm okay with him. Ruzdar Grotterall. Grotter, Grotterballs. Right? Gatorade, Gator Balls. Uh, the fat pitcher from the Twins, who's apparently really good. Okay. 100 in, 101 mile an hour sinker. This guy's got. Apparently. Nasty. Yeah. And Twins, the thing is, Twins fans weren't happy with this because this guy is so good. Yeah. He's your next setup guy. Yes. Like I, he's legit a setup guy. Maybe closer. I don't know. But the problem is the Red Sox want him to be a starter. So, okay, and that's that's, that's a, what he came up with. That's as. what's happening right now. So the Red Sox got that. They traded, obviously, Mookie Betts and David Price. The Red Sox are taking, at the moment, a little over half of David Price's remaining $96 million over these next three years. Ridiculous. The Twins got somebody. Maeda, right? Maeda, yes. They got Dodgers. Maeda. Yeah. Uh, That's all they're getting, by the way. <laughs> it's in my phone. I just don't want to turn on my phone. Um, Lazy fuck. Yeah, they're only getting, <laughs> they're only getting Maeda, and they and then the, the, the what matters is the Red Sox traded Mookie Betts and in, in, in David Price. Mookie Betts is no longer going to be hitting baseballs at Fenway Park, which sucks. Which is really depressing. At least for this year, you never know. At least for 2020, which the Red Sox have made it known, and don't like do not get it twisted. The Red Sox have said multiple times, they've tried to cover up. They've said, this is not a mandate. Getting under $208 million, not a mandate. It's a mandate. It was a mandate. If you're trading Mookie, <laughs> if you're trading Mookie Betts, it's a mandate. It was absolutely a mandate. This enti- like I think it was Brian O'Halloran, the GM, 
which the Red Sox, GMs, chief baseball officers, president of baseball operations. I don't know who runs shit. Yeah, I, <laughs> These guys are all over the place. <laughs> Brian O'Halloran. I don't think I've, people don't even realize that like when Dave Dombrowski was here, he was the president of baseball ops, right? They had a GM. They had a GM. Yeah. I don't know what he did. Yeah, I, exactly. I don't think the GMs <laughs> on the Red Sox actually do anything. But like he, we had a general manager. Yeah, so Brian O'Halloran, who's the GM right now, he, 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 he reinforced the idea that this was not a mandate. It was a mandate. If you're trading Mookie Betts, it's a mandate. It's a mandate. You're not trading the second best player in baseball. You could have and dumped David Price's salary without yes. trading Mookie It'll Betts. Be, it would have been hard. But you, you could have You probably it. wouldn't have gotten half. You probably would have had to pay a good amount of it. But you still could have got rid of Price. But you could have done that. You could have outrighted Jackie Bradley Jr. Like There were other ways to get underneath that $208 million keep mark. Mookie. But the easiest way to do it was dumping Mookie, Mookie Betts in the remainder of the bad David Price years yeah. that, that are going to come. Because yeah. the guy's already... like. People remember, don't remember this about David Price. Before he came to the Red Sox, one of his biggest attributes was he ate up innings. That guy would go out there 200-plus innings a year. It was like Rick Porcello only good. Was it 300 innings? Whatever it was. He, I mean, the guy, he was never hurt. Yeah. He comes to the Red Sox. All of a sudden, he starts breaking down. He's getting older. He's breaking down. So you dump that bad, the bad three years remaining left on the contract by doing this. Yep. Which is great. And that's big for the Red Sox. It was a bad deal. And, and you knew you knew this part was coming when Dombrowski signed him. And well, you signed Price, he sucked, and then you went and traded for Chris Sale, and then signed him. So like, and Chris Sale, I'm okay with because Chris Sale doesn't hate us. David Price hates us. Yeah, hates everybody here. David yeah. Price hates Boston. David Price hates the fans. David Price hated the media. He's probably like, I just need this fucking trade to go. He's through. probably already in LA. Yeah, he's like waiting to go in the camp. He's like, I can't do this yet, but I'm I'm so excited. He probably texted his wife and was like, Listen, I'm driving right now, and she's like, Where are you going? And you're like, LA. LA. <laughs> Meet me there. <laughs> he's got he's got like a, a Dodgers phone finger outside the the training facility yeah, he's <laughs> like in, i'm going let's go guys yeah, he's, he's go driving, dodgers he's he's probably driving through like kansas right now which by okay if kansas isn't on the way i'm not very good at geography <laughs> it's <laughs> like, in the middle of the country me, so here's a good guess. <laughs> let me point that right out i'm awful at geography not a tech guy doesn't know where anything is no if the, the, that's all this was to me was it, they wanted to get under that 208 million dollars which i don't blame them and everybody's pissed everybody's calling them cheap the problem is the, pro- the, the contradictory part of this is, if they're cheap, they wouldn't be in this situation. Yeah, they're not cheap enough. They're cheap enough. They're not cheap enough, and they pay the wrong people. That's <laughs> they, what this is. That's what part's blowing my mind. Yeah. People are like, okay, all of a sudden the Red Sox are the Oakland A's. The Oakland A's don't have a $208 million mark they can hit. Yeah, everyone's like, oh, they're becoming the Tampa Bay Rays. Uh, no, because they're going to pay Devers. They already paid Devaldi. They have been attending. They paid Xander Bogarts like They paid last Xander year. Bogarts last year, who, mind you, took a discount because he would have got paid if he went to the free agent market. Yeah. Top tier short. Was actually the best shortstop statistically last year in the league. Yes, he was. And, and everybody else was like, oh, Francisco Lindor. No. And it's, it's Xander Bogarts. Back off. It's Xander Bogarts. And you're right. They're going to they're gonna pay him. And the thing is, with all these luxury tax penalties, the luxury tax the Red Sox were getting hit with was massive. Yeah. And on top of that, and people don't realize this either, when you continue to exceed every, there are three steps in the luxury tax thresholds. Yep, the third, There's the three last tiers. one is woof. The Red Sox blew through them all. I think for three straight years, maybe four. Yeah, Dave Dombrowski. Yes, they they got Dave Dombrowski, which is exactly they yeah. exactly what you expected. They are going to get hit with hundreds of millions of dollars. Poor Linda. Of yeah, that they have, it's like a six billion dollar company losing that charge but account. They've got <laughs> they've got that money. They could 
afford it if they wanted to, but they I don't to. blame these guys for wanting to reset the luxury tax penalties, and everybody else does it, and it's different. I mean, the Dodgers are this good without having to go well, over. Well, the Dodgers just did it. Yeah. They just did the same thing. And they're really and, good. And now they're good every year. This is what the Red Sox want. They want, again, not cheating. They want what the Astros have talent-wise. They want the Dodgers situation. Now, the Yankees are built statistically for a while now, too. So the That's what the Red Sox are trying to get to, the thing but is I'm just the afraid Yankees, they're going to become the Rays. Yeah. The thing is with the Yankees, though, is they were bad at the time. So when the Yankees did it, it wasn't that big of a deal. Like, they were dumping bad contracts. They were, like Mike they were Tejera, garbage. Uh, Mark, Mike Tejera. <laughs> um, they were dumping bad contracts. Yeah, the Dodgers were never bad. No, they weren't. And I like, think the Red Sox, mind you, the Red Sox aren't going to be bad this year. They're going to win 85, 90 games, push for that second wild card spot. Like, they're not going to be a bad Their product. lineup is good. Yeah, they're still going to, they're probably better. Like, besides Mookie Betts, like, they're going to hit just as well. That's not going to be the problem. It wasn't last year, and they almost... Actually, they, they should have made the playoffs last year. Yeah, and to call the Red Sox cheap is just asinine because the reason that they are in this situation is because they haven't been cheap these past few years. Yeah. And you went from Dave Dombrowski, who was, a, who was viewed as, you bring in Dave Dombrowski to win a World Series in that three-year short span. Yeah. And that's what he did. He took all your good pieces. He took all your good prospects. It was like, hey, see you later. Get out of here. Trade. Chris Sale, come in. Yeah. Traded Espinosa for Drew But Pomerantz. see, I also, I blame ownership for the contracts. Because if they paid attention at all and cared, I mean, yeah, I know, right. I know Henry, doesn't, I know Henry avoids trying to pay attention to the baseball stuff, but should never have signed off on Evaldi. It was a ricochet shot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> should never have signed off on Evaldi. Should never have signed off on Sale. But they, they wanted the good publicity. I've got a now. soft spot for Sale, so I'm okay with Sale. It's too early. He's not look at this out. Can he pitch? I don't know, but I, don't, <laughs> I, don't, I, I, don't I love him. Sale. He's good, but he can't pitch. That's fine. We're it paying will, him a also, ton of cash to not pitch on the we're also at the broken down part of Dustin Pedroia's career, which we also knew was coming. Retire. So stop trying. So let's talk about Alex Verdugo quick because it's. I think it's shitty when people don't talk about this part of the Alex Verdugo trade to the Red Sox. So if you read, I actually I should have pulled up the actual website. I'll it's get right. that up it's right, right you now. Just keep talking. Uh, the the Red Sox traded for Alex Verdugo, who was who's a prospect, one of the top prospects in baseball from the Dodgers. Good player and. He has a major problem that was reported. It the problem with Major League Baseball is they never talked about this. This was swept under the rug, especially by the Dodgers and Gabe Kapler, who's a massive part of this. And Nick Francona, Terry's son, yep. actually went on the Kirk Menahan podcast this week, the Kirk Menahan show, and talked about all of this stuff. Yeah. And laid it out there, which was great because none of this has really been talked about. So All Heels on Decks, the website that really posted it and brought a lot of attention to it. Alex Verdugo was at least in in the room, in the area, with the party that was involved with, A, beating the piss out of a minor, a minor 17-year-old girl. Yeah. Two women beat the piss out of a 17-year-old girl. And they taped it. And he... Again, Francona, from what he understands, from what he remembers, he Snapchat it and posted it. Idiot. Dumb. Moron. Scumbag. And then one of the other prospects sexually assaulted, allegedly, sexually assaulted the 17-year-old girl. Yep. So he didn't, stop the, he didn't stop the Snapchat. I mean, he didn't stop the assault. He might have Snapchatted it. We don't know if that's 100% true. The fact that he didn't stop this is absolutely asinine. He's had he has some bad, bad issues yep. that haven't really been talked about at all, which is kind of 
<laughs> just really, really, really bad look on Gabe Kapler and the in the Dodgers organization. Yeah. So that's something that I and I urge all Red Sox fans to go read about this because you should, if you're going to be rooting for this guy, you should know the story and then make your own judgments from there. But it's going to be tough for me to root for a guy who's who's involved with this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, I, I think it's and gonna, it makes it. Look I don't think worse. it's gonna. I don't think it's even gonna come up. To no. be honest, I don't think it's gonna get like. Think about the Red Sox. Like they just want you guys to love Mookie, but he's gone. And now they want you to love what they're getting for him. They know what they're doing is a salary dump. They know what they're doing isn't meant to get the best value for the team because they had a better deal with the Padres a few weeks ago, and they said no. And so because they weren't willing to pay much of David Price's contract. And they wanted to give us Will Myers, which is Which no. like, absolutely not. I was, player, I'd rather Verdugo. Yes. Player-wise, yeah. player Alex Verdugo is a great return. And people don't people who don't understand that do not know who Alex Verdugo is. No, they have no idea. He's a good, he's a good enough return. I think— I think if Gretarol pans out, like if this ends up holding and they don't get more and this is the trade, then if he pans out, this trade's it's a win. I'm okay with it. Because then you had to get rid of Mookie anyway, and Verdugo is a, can be a right fielder for years. Yes. And Alex, he's not gonna get he's not gonna make as much as Mookie. No, even if he's even still when he gets paid. Well, I know they have like four more years of control of him. Yes. So he's player wise, Alex Verdugo. Good. Good player. Hit yep. 294 last year. I think his OPS was 14 home runs, something like that. 12 home runs. I think in 817 OPS, but I could be wrong on that. Maybe lower. No, dev, what seven. Was his, what was his FIP? 700. Yeah, <laughs> I, think, I think that's a pitcher stat. I don't know. <laughs> He's player wise, very talented. Yep. Very strong arm, everything. Yep. But look into his past. All you got to do is look up Verdugo Assault and it'll pop up. Yeah. Again, the, the website High Heels on the Field. Dot typepad.com. You'll just, you'll find it. You'll, you'll find the story if you look it up. You should read into this and then you make your own judgments from there. And the player, good return. The character, yeah. Harry. Better than David Price's. No, no. <laughs> I mean, no. David Price, is, David Price is a scumbag. David Price is just annoying. <laughs> but he's a cancer. Uh, yeah, okay. And the clubhouse, well, the clubhouse apparently loved him. But from Which caused problems, yeah. From, I, I'll from keep a, that all day. From a fan standpoint, yeah, with Dennis Eckersley, like from a fan standpoint, he sucked. He sucked. But That's I mean, what I'm talking about. I'm not, I'm not in the organization, Nicholas. I'm a fan. No, I know. But I'm, but Alex Verdugo is a true scumbag, potentially. Yeah. I mean, potentially. We don't know. We don't. Potentially. I'm already doing it. I'm already sweeping under the rug. Exactly. And that's what a lot of people are going to do. And on, we're going to forget about it in July. I want to hit home runs over the wall. People are going to forget about it in July. You know what I'll really forget about it? Next year, Mookie Betts signs and they have both of them. So that's another thing that comes along with this. And we're going to wrap up the show in a few minutes because this is the main point of this. And this is why everybody's upset. The Red Sox, by doing this, reset all their luxury tax penalties. I think their, their, their salary now is about $187 million. I think so. That's their payroll right now. Yeah. You know what happens? You know why they did this? Because next year, with everything reset, you can go out and get a free agent. You can be one of the guys lined up to pay a giant contract. You know who the best free agent is? Mookie fucking Betts. <laughs> Why are we not paying people, attention? I don't think people are putting this together. Like, doing this is probably the only way you can actually afford Mookie Betts if you want to keep him long term. I mean, he's come out and said he wants to be here. He said he never wanted well, to I don't leave. know if he meant, I don't know if you wanted Jim Rice to see No, that. but Jim Rice. <laughs> He was going to say it. Jim Rice gives no fucks, which is great. But Mookie Betts apparently wants to be here. I think if they pay him, he'll definitely come here. And now, even if you don't sign Mookie Betts, you can afford Springer, right? Springer's a free agent next year. George Springer's also George Springer's yeah. a good fit and be cheaper than Mookie Betts if you really don't want to pay Mookie. But this is the actual only way that you would have ever been able to afford 
Mookie Betts long term. Because if you kept him this year, like you said, they're going over those penalties, which, I mean, they could afford it, but they don't really want to. Next, this is the way that Mookie Betts makes sense, and you can reset everything at the same time. Yeah, so if you can if you can get Mookie back next year, and his counteroffer to the Red Sox offer of 10 years, like 300. 12 and 420. It was 12, 420, which is asinine. He's not getting that. He's not going to get 12, 420. And this might actually help the Red Sox, because when he goes to the market and starts asking for a contract maybe like that or close, teams might not. Teams, what was Mike Trout's? Four and it was the 12 and 430, 450, something it was along a lot. those lines. It, it was, was a ton. Stupid. But Mike Trout deserves it. He's the only player I give 12 years because he's potentially yep. the greatest baseball player of all time. He's, he's feeling like it. He's potentially. He's I wish wasting he was, away on a bad team. I wish team. he was on yeah. a team that mattered. If he played, I hate to say it, but if he played like for the Yankees. Yes, he would be it, it electric. Would be electric. Mookie's not going to get that. Mookie's going to hit the free agent market. He's going to see what his value is. And then the Red Sox can decide whether or not they want to pay that. That's what's going to matter. I think if the Red Sox meet the price, he'll come back. So, and, and here's the thing. People are mad at Mookie. I see these, these people who like, are like, oh, you need more than $30 million a year? Shut up. It's about what he's valued, yeah. what he's worth, and he's worth $35 million a year. I yeah. don't care. That, for, that 12 420 comes out to, I think, $35 million AAV. If you do actually want to bring back Mookie Betts, I don't care about that. I don't care about $35 million a year. Pay him 37. It doesn't matter to me. Yeah. 10 years, 350. Fine. Nine years, whatever the math is there to get him to 350. Fine. Or to get him to $35 million a year. Yep. Do that, I don't care. I, 12 years, though, it's a long time. is irresponsible. You extend that now, that goes through his age 39 season. Yeah. 39. You want to pay... So you want to pay? But I mean, to be fair, if you paid it, like you don't care about the money, right? Like money aside, because they have. I don't. Isn't the next five, six, even seven years is the most important part? Isn't it worth the the backlash of that? It is, but twelve years is crazy because then two two less years is worth twelve years. Yes, because ten years, thirty-seven years old, I'm fine with. But I think after the thirty-seven season, I think that is tough. And he's small. Mike Trout is, and this is another part of this. Mike Trout is built. He's like four inches taller than him. He's He's muscular. He's he's got meat on him. Well, see, so the problem is not even the size; it's the speed. Yes, and Mookie's going to break down. All speed. That's yes. what he's done so well. So, like, it's like Altuve, right? When's Altuve going to break down? Exactly. Mookie's going Between to break not down. Not banging on trash cans anymore in his size. Like Altuve's not going to last that long. Mookie is going to break down at some point, and I don't want to be paying a guy two extra years. I'll pay ten. Fine, because I think he'll be good. With how good Mookie is, I bet you Mookie's good through his age 35 season. If that means you got to pay two more years, I don't. The problem, I just don't want to pay four years. I bet the 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 last two years of that contract, I'll pay eight years. Great. The last two years of that contract, if he's mediocre, fine. It's two years. That's what you're gonna have to deal with. But if you add two more years, I mean, four years is four years sounds worse than two years. Does right? he come back? Do I think he's gonna come back? Yeah. I th- I think there's I think there's more of a chance that people are giving it. I don't know why people aren't talking about it. I know. Yeah. Like, oh, he's gone. Why don't you want to keep Mookie? They can still keep Mookie. Guys. 2020 is a punt year. I mean, we're gonna have to they're get gonna, used to not, it. They weren't gonna win this year anyway. Their pitching staff's not that good. Even like they. No. Who's your second starter? This is this is. You you, they didn't make the playoffs last year. No. <laughs> they didn't improve. And they probably won't make the playoffs this year. Yeah, they'll be good. They might make the play. They might make they'll a wild be, card. They'll be fun spot. to watch because their even, offense is gonna be good. Even without Mookie, I think there's still a chance to hit the wild card. Well, because they should have made the wild card last year. Yeah. Like they underperformed last year massively. But it's. This team doesn't guarantee you a World Series. If anything, the Yankees are a monster right now. Well, now the Dodgers are. The Dodgers are <laughs> a monster. If this finally, when this finally goes through, Mookie Betts in that lineup, wow. And then you put him in, um, what's his face, in the same Cody outfield? Cody Bellinger. Cody Bellinger in the same outfield? They're going to be nasty. If the Dodgers don't win the World Series, that's that's the upset. 
yeah, Dodgers and Yankees, it's probably going to come down to those two again. And if the Red Sox then want to go out and pay Mookie Betts, fine, do that. You're punting on 2020. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter. No. Like, I, I, does it suck that the Red Sox, I don't expect anything from this team this year? Yeah, it sucks a little bit. And it's going to hurt to see Mookie I'm going to be, watching, I'm gonna be yes. watching seven months of baseball, 162 games of a team I know is not going to do shit. But you look for the future of the next eight years with potentially Mookie Betts, potentially George Springer. You set yourself up for the future by doing this. Just All fans need to look at what the Dodgers are doing. And the, the Dodgers did, and, and th- that this that's what you're building. And that's Ty Boone's buddy from Tampa Bay, Andrew Friedman, is runs the, the Dodgers. Yes, he runs, he the, runs Dodgers. the Dodgers. So this is the same concept. We're focusing on the future. Sorry, you lost Mookie Betts. It sucks. You I might get, not have lost Mookie Betts. You, you might not. Have, <laughs> but I get Mookie Betts is great. I get it. I really do. I love Mookie. I hate that he's gone. But do I understand it? Yeah, I get it because you know I'm looking ha- at the future of the team. You know what's going to happen is in the fall when the Dodgers win the World Series and Mookie's raising that World Series trophy, all the Red Sox fans are going to come out, oh, I told you so, John Henry. Oh, my God. They're going to do it every time Series. he's on SportsCenter Top 10. Which is going to be a lot. Which, yeah, which is going to be constant. Get used to seeing him on national TV in a Dodgers uniform because that's yeah. what's coming. All right. Good, good long episode. Actually, a little, a little over an hour, right? I don't know when you started. Hour 17. Hour 17? That's not that bad. We've had worse. <laughs> We've gone for almost two hours one time. Mind you, sitting on Skype, so. Yeah, and the, I mean. And you didn't fall asleep. I mean, I'm kind of. In a comfy chair. Because I'm, I'm, I'm interactive. I've got people actually in here. Yeah, I'm sitting, sitting in your basement, basement alone. Basement. Yeah. <laughs> With Scout next to you on the couch. No, it's usually the chinchillas. We got two oh, chinchillas. Oh, the chinchillas. Usually you the chinchillas. chinchillas run, yeah, well, because they shit everywhere. I got two chinchillas that when they're out in the cage, I got to vacuum the entire room after because their pellets are all over the place. It's the worst. <laughs> Every time you look to your left, oh, that fucking chinchillas. <laughs> I got one. I got one Paisley. She's great. I got one Pepper. She's a bitch. She bites me every time I go near her. She won't go near her. If she comes near me, but if I do get near her, she either. Chinchillas, fun fact before we wrap it up, their defense is peeing on people, peeing on whatever. Like Scout walks up to her, tries to play with her. She just pisses on his face, and I got to give Scout a bath. Well, you know what? Scout needs a bath. Yeah, well, it's okay. she got sprayed in the face, and then it's disgusting. That's what they do. And I've got this chinchilla just standing up and pissing at me. And it's not just like a, it's not a stream. It's just like a, it's like a, it's like a squirt gun when you go and you just sends that cloud. It's like that. It's disgusting. Fuck, fuck Pepper. My <laughs> That's on record. <laughs> but Paisley, great chinchilla. Pepper, not as good, but they like each other. So you gotta, you gotta, you gotta live with it. You gotta, whatever. Couch Guys Sports Podcast, 144. Five. No, four. Sure. Uh, no. <laughs> 144 in the books. Nick Qualia, Jared Scally, producer Patty P is going to edit this, even though it's probably not going to be much editing. If they're, Actually, you know what? I don't even know what's going on with the actual editing portion of this. Who knows? <laughs> We're just talking <laughs> in the microphone. It's fine. Uh, but look, our, then, our logo looks nice, so it's fine. And a shout-out to Mike McDonough and Mike Nealon. Owners of Focus Forward. There's also another Mike in here, and there's also another guy who works in here. I've never met them yeah. before. The two part-timers that love their cell phones, apparently. Yeah, two. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to do it, but I almost said it. Who, is he really going to listen to this? Yeah, I mean, who knows? <laughs> Couch Guy Sports Podcast, 144 in the books. Again, thank you to our sponsors, Manscaped and Seated. Yep. Guys, hit the link for Seated in our description below. Follow us on Twitter, at Nick Quag, Jared underscore Scally. Couch Guy Sports Podcast. Also on Twitter, Couch Guy Sports main account on Twitter. Instagram. Instagram, Facebook. Read all the blogs on the website. Do what you want. And then Focus Forward Media. What's your Twitter handle? At Focus Forward. Uh, oh, Twitter? Yeah. Focus FWB Media. 
Focus FWD Media. At Focus. Okay, what is it? What's the Instagram? Okay. Instagram is is simple. Focus Forward Media. They do phenomenal work. I've known Mike Nealon since my freshman year of college. They do amazing work. You get some stories from you after this. At first, he wanted to do photography, fun fact. Well, he did video, then he did photography. Now he's back to video. And he's doing both. Phenomenal work, Focus Forward Media. Follow them on Instagram. Guys, they really do great work, so check it out. And I guess that's it. Couch Guys Sports Podcast. Wrap. 144 in the books. First one in the studio ever. Ever. the show. Yeah. We'll talk to you guys next week. Thanks for listening, and thanks for watching, buddy. Oh, wait. Shit. Roxanne, Roxanne